I wanted to share a thought, which I call going from Lagba Omer to Shavuos, self-respect. And there's a lot of questions about Lagba Omer. Was it really the day that Rabbi Shem Bar Yochai died? Are there different indications? What happened? Etc. Etc. And also just what are we celebrating exactly? Um, and it seems to be a very, very significant time kind of in the middle of the Sphira, which again, according to many people, the we, we know that Talmidim of Rabbi died, the Gemara in Yuvamas tells us this specifically during this time period and different Mahlogis about which days they died. But we're talking about 24,000 students that died. And the question becomes, um, you know, when you have 24,000 students that died, so Chazal say it's, it was between um, Pesach and, and, and Shavuos. So during that 50-day, 49-day period. And according to some people, it was 33 out of the days. According to other people, the dying stopped on Lagba Omer. According to people, it stopped the next day. However you interpret it, days they wouldn't have Tachlan. If you do the math, 24,000 students dying is out of 33 days is about, you know, 7,000 people a day plus. So how could you not notice that? Now, again, some of the Mepharshim say that 24,000 students weren't all in the same yeshiva. They were, you know, 24,000 students for 24,000, 24, over 24 years that Rekiva, you know, had taught or, or longer. So, um, you know, maybe he had 1,000 new students a year and they lived in different places. But still, and, and I understand that news doesn't travel fast, but if you have 700 people dying in one day and it's just continuing for day after day, how do people not stop and recognize something's going wrong? How did that happen? And what's the lesson of Sirius Omer specifically? And what is it, you know, with Rabbi Shemar Yechai and his Hilula, his, either his, his um, death or, according to other people, his great Hisgalus. And we find that Lag Omer is a very Kabbalistic day. Also, we also find, interestingly, that the Arizal died, um, you know, and, and he specifically said it was because of the discord between his students that he was going to die from this plague in Av. I believe it was around Tishbub time. I don't remember the exact details, but, you know, he told them that that, they were gonna, that he was going to die because of a discord. So you see that discord between Talmidim, especially Kabbalistic, right, where Akiva was a, was a great Kabbalist, uh, among, among many other greatness, you know, the, 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 um, you know the, the, one of the strongest influences of Torah Balpet, um, and, and one of the strongest leaders as well. So what, what's going on? So one of the things that it says is that Shalnagu covered Zebazad, they died from Achsara, a group, a, a lethal version of croup, which is a, a choking, something that, you know, it goes in the throat and causes death. Shalnagu covered Zebazeh. They didn't have respect for one another. And when I thought about those words, Zebazeh, it should have said Shalnagu covered Lacherim, or what's Zebazeh? It's like this one to another. What does that mean? So it sounds like this reciprocity. And to me, that shows exactly an answer to so many questions. The way to give respect to someone is not because they deserve it. It's not because you treated me nice, therefore I'm going to treat you nice. It's true that globally, the only way to get respect is to treat others with respect. And that people that are respectful people get honored because of that. And they, and they get that. And ain't covered all the Torah, which, 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 which comes down to being a good person. But the Lonagu covered Zebazeh has built into those words a reciprocity demand that made it that they were all blind. What do I mean? If you were to ask one of them, why aren't you treating him respectfully? He would have said back to you, I am. I'm treating him as well as he treats me. It's Zebazeh. It's, it's tit for tat. So it's all fair game. So therefore, whenever they saw everybody was dying and people were giving them Musr and stopping them, the response was, I didn't do anything wrong. 
if he treats me nicely, I'll treat him nicely. And so Mimela, nothing happened. And between all of them, this was all lost. And, and the Nefesh HaChaim, Rechaim Velazhen, writes in Pirkei Avos on the Mishnah that talks about, you should be the student of Aaron. Why, why should you be, just say, what's Rodev Shalom? And, and the Pasuk even says, like the Grah brings down. You should search it and run after it. So he says, Bake Shalom is when the other person is willing to make peace with you. But Virad Feo is Afal Pikain, even when he's not willing to make peace, you still be a respectful person. So Velo Nagu Kavad Zebazeh was the absolute lack of understanding that in order for me to be a functional person, I don't need you. I don't need anything from you. It's it's great when we both get along. It's great when you treat me respect, respectfully. And I'm not going to choose to be in a relationship that's not reciprocal. But I could still give you respect. I could still take responsibility for my behavior and how I treat you. And that profound lack of self-respect and lack of dignity that each one of the students displayed, but that showed that that's what propagated the fight because it was Zebazet. What do you mean? Why should I stop? Let him stop first. And that immaturity on their level, of course, on their Madriga, was the was the ultimate destruction of Torah, which was a lack of understanding of autonomy and a lack of understanding of self-responsibility, which is the antithesis of Torah. Torah is all about being a self-made person who connects with Hashem deeply. And so therefore, it's intrinsically being a respectable person and treating others with respect. Being noeg covered la'acherem is exactly how Torah is miskabel. And the, the greatness of kishachab levachad was a unified, I'll treat you nice no matter what. Because what, what went with that? The responsibility, which was a responsibility for one another. When I have an attitude of responsibility, then I'm a Kabul, the Torah. And that's specifically why all of Torah is dependent on you being a good person, you being a kind person. Because that's what Hashem is. Hashem is intrinsically kind, even though we don't deserve it. And he doesn't say, well, tit for tat. Yes, there's an element of Hashem that there's, there's reward and punishment. Just like people that do things wrong, there's a consequence to their behaviors. But the idea of me still treating you respectfully as a human being and treating you with dignity, that's the whole point here. And so Mamela, Torah thrives in an atmosphere of nagu kavod. And not zebazeh, where there's a tit for tat idea of the reason I'm not treating you nicely is because you're not treating me nicely. I don't deserve, you don't deserve it. Of just, I take responsibility that I'm going to do what's right, even though you don't deserve it. And that's where, that's where Torah thrives. That's where Sisriya Torah could be, could be revealed. That's where the Arizal lives. And if that's not in his Talmidim, then his entire purpose of being a, a teacher of Torah has now been lost and he dies. And Rabbi Shimon Rarechai's greatness is the, his achdus and the beauty that he brings to, to Yiddishkeit. And Rabbi Kiva's whole success is in the beauty and the unity that he himself brought to Kali Yisrael. And that's why his other Talmidim had fixed that. His new Talmidim, that were Niskayim, he specifically warns them and says, you better treat each other respectfully because I don't want this to happen again. And so at this time of year, that's exactly what the whole entire Avodah of Sphira is to be noeg covered lacherim. Not to get stuck in a zebazeh, not to be rodef shalom and then say, ah, I don't have to be baki shalom. I don't have to be rodef as well. Okay, I'm a baki shalom, but I don't have to be rodefehu. No, to even be a rodef shalom, which is to go after it and to pursue it, even if it's not pursuing me. And that's the greatness of self-respect and dignity that we have to treat other people with.